name is Emma Bresky, and this is an all-new podcast with Tomorrow Magazine. Today, I've got musical mega babes in the house, all making waves in their in their own fields in the music business. But um, I want to focus more on uh, the things you're doing to pave the way for a brighter future in music, guys. So let's just start off with everybody introducing themselves. Shall we start with you, Izzy? Hey, what's up? What's up? <laughs> I'm Izzy from Black Honey, rock and roll band. Yeah. Uh, play rock. guitar. <laughs> and you play it very well, might like I add. Like a god. Yeah. <laughs> you legend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're on tour at the moment. Nice. Hi, everyone. My name is Molly Core. I am a singer-songwriter. Is this like a CV thing? <laughs> nice. I'm a singer-songwriter. We're all mates here. From Australia, making music, living in the UK. Yep. That's me. <laughs> it's always like that when you're like put on the spot. You're like, Wah. I don't know why my butt cheeks are so tight. <laughs> um, so the one with the tight butt cheeks. Hey, I'm Lola. I'm Lola Coca. I'm a recording artist from Portsmouth. Kind of sound Australian. It's going to be hard to tell between me and Marley. I'm a recording artist from Portsmouth, living in London, singing and songwriting my way through the environmental crisis. <laughs> Ain't we all, honey? Ain't we, we were all. just literally. Saying out there, I was, I was like, you know, if if it all goes to shit, they're gonna need musicians because you know when it's war times, people go and they perform. I was like, we're gonna be safe. Yeah, I mean, this is very, this is a very valid point that because through music, you guys have the power to sort of communicate certain things to people, and I, I always think with music, you provide a sense of hope as well. No pressure, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. No, I think it's like it's it's cool. It depends on like the art, kind of artist that you are and what you want to what you want to say. I know that I had a friend a couple of years ago who was like, "Can you write some happy songs? Because all your songs are super sad, and we need some happy songs to try and you know uplift people in this kind of crisis." Yeah. I love that word, crisis. It's so <laughs> but you're all writers, right? Yeah. You all write your own songs. Do you guys? get inspiration from your surroundings? I think it's hard to not, isn't it? Mm. But I think if it's stuff like climate crisis is tough because it's hard, like, you don't want to be like Bono. I think we'd be stupid to not absorb the immediate and sen- like impending sense of doom. Like, mm. there is like a... There is a there is emergency. Music, yeah. yeah. But I don't know, like, it's, I think it's less literal sometimes with different artists. It's mm. cool because, like, social media mm. means we have the chance to say, like, our opinion on something as well Use as Use your platform songs. for, yeah, raising awareness or provoking thought yeah. is what I've been talking about in all the other episodes as well. Because I, I on the other episode, we had another musician, Lapsley, in, and um, she was saying she struggles so hard. She finds in the music industry it's 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 so tough because one thing she cares about the climate, but then she's such a contradiction in being in the industry and feeling frustrated that she can't seem to like figure out how to sort of make a change in the physical things. Mm. So like touring and traveling and yeah. that kind of stuff. But I guess like all of you guys are also in the industry. Like what what's the biggest problems you've encountered um, throughout this journey in music and all of your passions for the climate? I think... In terms of passions for the climate, I think there's one really interesting thing going on at the moment, which is as an artist, you're kind of, I don't know, forced to constantly adapt your style for social media and things like that, which brings the the music and fashion conversation together pretty heavy in the way that people want to see, they don't want to see potentially you wearing the same thing, but 
let's not be crazy about it. We can't just be out here constantly buying into new resources, things like that. And that's the challenge with music because you constantly have to like create content, create a look, Mm -hmm. your sound Mm -hmm. and your stage presence. So I think like music and fashion is an awesome, sustainable conversation that is kind of brinking because it's kind of on us in a way now to figure out what that is. Are we just sticking to like a signature black look how how can we how, what do you guys think how, shop vintage exactly mm. that beyond metro yeah. exactly that <laughs> i saw you Izzy, at the climate the global climate strike you were there ready and you were like yeah let's get it rock and roll style yeah i feel like that for me was the only thing that i felt like i could do mm. Um, I feel pretty helpless as a person in society in regards to like i don't think i know enough about any shit and also I'm not like a doing anything progressive in like climate so I thought well at least this is one space that I can voice something and if it if us going to that strike meant that we had like a bunch of kids turn up um, to meet us then I thought you know for me like the worst thing that we do is we fly Mm. like we fly like crazy like all around the world and it's like how can I even change that yeah I don't know what to do it's not like we're Greta and we're so famous that we can just sail across the Atlantic and be like y'all wait for me for like 14 (laughs) days not that she sounds like that but like (laughs) can you imagine if we were just like sorry I'm going to delay my tour (laughs) by two weeks yeah by two weeks because I'm going to travel by boat it's going to take me six weeks to get there but by the time I get there it'll be so worth it you're going to love it my set's going to be amazing so we're broke anyway (laughs) (laughs) that is the truth the truth is is that is that we're all broke musicians <laughs> I think it's like it's quite strange like for me I like haven't really been that involved pr- in previous years when it comes to the environment also the flying thing I'm from Australia going to and from kind of noticing what those kind of impacts are on the environment my um housemate actually told me that there's a few ways like with flights where you can you can put money this the the money that you Uh, Counter-carbon emissions. Yeah, offset offset your carbon emissions and put it towards like... It's tough because there's always going to be a counter-argument to anything Mm. we do, right? Mm. Within sustainability, especially like with our types of careers, like you guys being in music, me being in fashion and the both interlinking, it's really hard. And I think one of the main topics of discussion in the other episodes was like the frustrations that come with it. Because obviously we don't want to destroy the planet. Right. I think that's where we come in, actually. All I think musicians of any kind are just here to like reflect and service the people Mm. who are trying to get through the planet crisis, Mm. as opposed to we put too much pressure on on ourselves ourselves a lot. And I know that there's we, you know, we need to put things into action immediately. But it's it's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's also like as a musician. I feel I've seen a change in the industry where artists are starting to like stand for something and the music starting to matter and mean and be more meaningful. And it's Mm. starting to like, you know, there is a fine line between being Bono. And I mean, if I had as much money as Bono, I wouldn't mind being him. But like, it's one of those things where it's like, we had like a day and age of like, you know, fun, just like easy to digest pop music. That's another thing. I think making it fun. Yeah. We need to make it in a, raise awareness and, create some sort of act of act like create an action plan that is in a one that people can get on board with mm. in a fun that's way. where i get dystopian about it now because i'm yeah. like it feels like the fact that we're sitting here being like how can we make saving the planet fun 
easier to digest uh, for everyone. Uh, package sealed in the space of basically a year and a half. Yeah, like, exactly. There's not much time it's in reality. Fucked. And, yeah. and four chords as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's condense it. Yeah. Have you noticed a change in each of your individual um, projects, your sounds, your your music? How have you noticed with everything going around? What what like what sort of stuff do you write about now? I I think for me, like I try and voice perspective of maybe someone that like is frustrated that maybe the way that way, way that something is isn't necessarily their fault. Mm. Different songs for different things as well. I've got like a few different mixed bags, but I think. I want to speak to young people and so for me it was really eye-opening doing like the climate strike and seeing like these pissed off kids that were mm. like you fucked this up for us like this mm. is supposed to be our future like you're, you're gonna leave us with this mm. and like if you if I can find a way I guess of giving voice to that then I've kind of done my job as a musician mm. which is kind of tough because it's sort of like well who am I to say because I'm I'm to part in playing in providing them with that like you know our whole lives we were told yeah you know if you've made it you'll be flying in a private jet. Yeah. And that was my goal up until like five years ago. Yeah. And, and then, then you're like, like oh, fuck, no, I need a sailboat. I need a solar powered sailboat. I need a solar powered sailboat. I've changed my dreams. <laughs> like everyone, we were, told, we were told like economic growth, like dream big, like mm. all of our generation has like the worst mental health because we've been sold this thing of like, everyone has to go to university and make a bunch of cash and like, become an entrepreneur be self-made like have this careerist attitude where you're mm. like oh I did the thing I've done the thing that you wanted me to do oh oh it I'm- doesn't mean shit oh yeah. okay cool oh, and we're destroying the planet at the oh, same at the time same we're not gonna time. have it we're not gonna be able to enjoy it yeah mm. yeah I, it's it's crazy like I think you're so right though because like even just like I assume we're all the same age. <laughs> I might be the youngest here just so oh, okay, okay, no, okay. I'm, joking. I'm definitely not um but basically, it's like, yeah, you grow up with, like, more, more. You want more. Always strive for more, this more This consumption, things. mass consumption, mass production sort of culture. And it's just like, Do you feel that's the same with music? It's better now it's all digital, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, in terms of environmental impact, I think maybe that's where we get off as well, just because we can reach people directly without necessarily... I mean, the Wi-Fi environmental impact is a different conversation and probably yeah. a later one, mm-hmm. but for the time being, at least it's one not... One problem at a time. One problem at a time, guys. <laughs> one step. Uh, it's not vinyl and, uh, like, you know, all the paper that comes with vinyl, plastic packaging. I mean, we could have... I mean, it pretty much led to this, I mm. guess, to a degree. Yeah, it's like we've... we've we I have kind of seeing the transition from physical to digital so it's I don't know the exact impacts like I don't know what 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 goes into it but it has to have some kind of like it it has to be much better for the environment and it's much better for the industry in general being able to access all of that kind of like new music yeah and I think you know you know we have to try to stop putting so much pressure such like you know intense pressure on ourselves because ultimately what you guys do is you also you communicate people on a soulful level you know you're actually like writing music that not only helps people rethink or you're provoking thought but you're helping people with their own mental uh, with other global issues Mm -hmm. that's why i think the power of music it's like you can actually you can translate it into so many different you can translate in so many different ways and you can communicate so many different things through the sound of music and it might be easier for because you know with like activists and uh, with me being some sort of like activist I guess people get kind of like oh you're telling me what to do and I don't yeah, like defensive. that defensive 
but as musicians, you guys have a way of like communicating some sort of or implementing change or planting the seed in say in people's minds mm. through the way that you create music. Yeah, it's funny. Like sometimes when I'm sitting and I'm like writing a song, whether it's like for me or for somebody else, it's like, how can we say this without seeming like we're trying to speak at someone or belittle them or make them feel less than or uncomfortable or like preachy, you know? Mm. So it's like, I think that the most artists are like that though. It's like about working together. It's not about making anyone feel bad for anything that mm. they're doing. You know, we don't want to make people feel ashamed. I mean, I've spoken to you about this, Emma people who shame other people for for trying for yeah, making an yeah, effort yeah. it's like why why can we not just embrace that we're all trying to make a difference we're all trying to stay positive because we just don't have the time do we mm, no. like we don't have the time to be like well you're doing this wrong yes. and stop <laughs> pointing fingers should i not do this because everyone's gonna think i'm a hypocrite mm. is that a paper cup because you know that's really bad and i'm like yeah. but it's not i've a got a plastic cup. lid you bitch <laughs> exactly <laughs> listen here but again that's us saying don't be aggressive but then we're like calling everyone yeah. out i think it's like if we all spend the time the weird like focus on calling out other people oh. on one action on our own doings then mm. we would have our time so much better spent on this planet mm. and that, that one yeah. gets a snap that yeah. one was it thank you <laughs> as soon because as you started that... snapping I yeah, like, just, okay. just joined the party but that is exactly it we we could all be taking care of our own immediate environment and mm. i think if we all did that we'd we'd also start to see Troll carbon tax. Trolling tax, exactly. Where's the tax? I don't know what that means. Where's the tax on the troll? Where did everyone sort of like, because you guys are all musicians, all doing things in the music industry. Trying. Yeah, you are. <laughs> not, you're not. You guys are. You are. In all in your own right. You know. Like I want to talk about everyone's own um, music for a little second and see like where did all this like you know passion, you know, because you guys are very. Like, you guys are very outspoken and vocal, not just as musicians, but, you know, as people as well. You have, you know, you are strong, independent women. <laughs> okay, you speak your voice. <laughs> Say your feelings. Stream it now. Yeah, so, like, um, Lola, tell us a little bit about your music. Well, currently I am doing a project called the Every Season Series, which is basically a project like a TV series that rolls out. It's one song a month um, based on the astrological energy of the time. And I think astrology is a really cool conversation, especially with everything that's going on. It allows people to get in touch with themselves and themselves in their current time, like a TV show. On a spiritual level. I, yeah, you could say spiritual, I, you could say astronomical in a way, you know, we can see the planets, they mm. move, they must have an effect in the way that the moon has an effect on us. Mm. But um, I think, you know, my passion is getting people to get in tune with themselves. And that's via music for me, yeah. via music, via humor, via saying something. I saw this thing like you may be able to trigger someone into their own body almost which sounds horrendous, but also I think can help you get to know yourself a bit better. So that's all I'm trying to what do. What kind of, would you say your music's like pop, rap? So yeah, generally it's pop, rap. <laughs> At the moment that every season series has like a different genre attached to it, I kind of wanted to get out of my own head a bit, get out of, of, I'm this artist that does this. No, I'm a person on the planet. I'm all a bit of you. We're all a bit of each other. Mm. Um, so that's what this project's about, really. Awesome. Nice. I'll speak a little bit as well. Um, it's so cool, first of all, to just be in a room full of like amazing people 
um, amazing women, musicians as well, which is, it's cool because, I mean, it's a, t- it's a tough gig. For women in the music industry. Yeah, like I think it's, we live in a really good time at the moment because things are shifting, things are changing, but it's just in general, I think it is, we're going through a little bit of a dip on the planet, but, you know, we're all here to witness it, so that's great. Um, so I'm like a, I'd say like a pop singer, songwriter, I moved to the UK like five years ago and I've just been doing my project for about three years now. And I, even in those, like that short period of time, I've been able to really kind of reflect on what I want to say as an artist. Cause I do think it really matters. And it didn't used to matter to me because it used to be You're like, of, I just want to write. Hits. I was like, I want bangers. I was yeah. like, I want to make everyone dance. Like, you know, and, and that was like, I think as you get older, uh, you kind of find your voice and what you want to say. And, I think my music now is kind of about, and not dissimilar to yours, Lola, but like about being human, like qualities, like kind of life lessons, things that I've learned, not in a preachy way, just things that I'm like, well, I fucked up. So (laughs) if anyone can relate to that, which most people can, do you know what I mean? And I did a song called Sorry, and basically we wrote the song and the song is kind of like a typical love narrative. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. This is a vibe. But as I sat with it, I kind of thought about the idea of apologizing for things and kind of the, the the times that we live in and how important it is to like make amends for things that you've done in the past to forgive yourself and to grow and to kind of like be emotionally and be stronger vulnerable. for your future and your yeah one hundred percent like it's it's about like just accepting things as they are and moving forward like mm. as a stronger person I just think it's just one of those things where if we can say something whatever genre it is you know pop rap we can all kind of say something and and make our voices count you know there's a lot of young people who consume music and especially like sometimes I'll meet people and they'll be like oh wow you really impacted me and I'm like I haven't done anything this is before I'd even put any music out you know I was like I should probably do something about that Mm. so um do you do you all feel like you have a sense of responsibility as you know public figures and and also being in the music industry and do you feel like there? Do you feel a lot of pressure in this sense of? I think yeah, responsibility to be honest with ourselves, and I think that's the best we can do, in a way. Yeah, I definitely felt like it kind of went up a gear for me recently when I got like we were at a festival in um, in Europe. I don't want to say which one. <laughs> <laughs> don't write it out. And then no. we, um, Gossip. There was a, a little girl and she came and gave me like what I can only describe as like a suicide book. Oh, Jesus. It was awful. It was like... That must have been really heavy for you to digest and, and ex- accept as a gift. Well, what do you do with it? Like yeah. literally it was handwritten like 50 pages. Chapter one, my anorexia. Chapter two, like myself. Like, it was honestly like... I read it wow. it was like... Like she trusted that with you. Mm. Yeah, it's a huge compliment at the same time. Yeah. But it's also But then like, you're like, holy shit, I didn't realise that this is how I, like, people turn to yeah. you. I didn't you sign up for lives. that. Like, yeah. I literally write songs in my pants because I can't function, like, in my own life. I have to do art. To... So how do you deal with um, something like that? Because obviously mental health is something that we all should talk about mm. and be open about discussing amongst you know peers and everybody but like that's quite a heavy load to take on yeah right I, d- I don't know like I just sort of said to her the things I'd say to my friends like you know depression is an illness and you can get better and you just have to focus on the positive things like I mean that must all have been, yeah. of your heart's intent like I guess yeah. anything that I'd say to a friend like I try and say to these young girls but I think that that's 
I, I don't know if I'm I I could handle that level of responsibility with people's mm. emotions. Like, fuck, I can't even get myself out of bed some days. You know, yeah. mm. let alone like having the weight of this extremely fragile creatures. Like, well, that's why I guess you put your energy into your music. Do you do you ever experience that? Because you're quite big in China, isn't it, Lola? Yeah. Because you're like. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there there was a song that went viral in China and uh, continued to grow throughout a year and it was like do you know what I could just be out here like uh, yes uh, so I've got a viral song in China and I'm not <laughs> and I'm not making an effort and actually I thought maybe I should start learning like basic Mandarin to because it's a sense of responsibility to be like okay wow whatever you're hearing musically we're connecting with each other mm. so I should at least come forth and like try and connect with you even make further make the effort yeah, mm-hmm. build that bond that relationship so important isn't it exactly I mean can I speak Mandarin yet no not yet but we're <laughs> no, getting but there the we're getting is there. great yeah we're getting there I love but that. yeah I, I, I feel you on like I think that's always been the way with even like teenagers and artists that they feel that because we share our closest innermost thoughts openly that then they are compelled to share theirs with us and it's just like oh what do we do with all that I kind of want to be like hey here's a guitar like this yeah. is how we cope this is how we or- how we process or reflect it's through creative the creative process I guess but what if they're not creative? Well, sometimes I think it's about being witnessed, mm. whether you are creative or whether you're not creative. So her diary is a way of her being witnessed by somebody. Mm. You by know? you. Right. Yeah. So I think we're in the process of that. Teenagers especially are in the process of that because they're like, oh, my God, no one can see us right now. on this Yeah. Part, you know, so I think. That's kind of what's going on there. I cope with tarot personally yeah. and astrology. I'm like, <laughs> I let the cards speak for themselves. Yeah. I'm like, you right? That I is love like tarot me. Cards. <laughs> You're like, I do be doing that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but I think creativity is important, mm-hmm. especially with it, like, I think with mental health for sure. Like, create and even with the environment and all the sort of distress we have surrounding that. I think, yes, we can be, you know. Obviously, we can protest and, and, you know, get on the streets because that's super important as well. But I also think putting our energy into creativity as well, rather than, like we said, pointing fingers at one another. Oh, you're not doing this right and you're Mm. not doing that because the the cycle is endless. Like Mm. there's so many, it almost feels like you can never win in the game because you're always like, well, I'm doing this, but then this happens and no matter what we do, we impact the environment, right? Yeah, and sometimes people don't, sorry. The world. Yeah, people. People don't want to try because they're too embarrassed that they're not going to get it right. Yeah, I think that's like half the problem as well. It's like someone's like, you know, you so you're like, oh, don't don't have plastic cups or whatever, and then someone's like, oh, using a plastic cup. It's like you go to a festival and they're like, sorry, we're only using plastic cups. Mm. So what do you do? Not play? Is that what we're supposed to do? In a way, and and half of the time they don't let you bring your own bottles in. Exactly, you need to be (laughs) able to take bottles, guys. You got a really fair point though. Like, I I feel like actually I saw recently the those cans that they're starting to use at those kinds of festivals because aluminium is much easier to kind of recycle than plastic, for example. Way more. So it's, I mean, small little things that are implemented, especially like music really brings people together. It's such a like mass movement. So it's like in those kinds of spaces and festivals and at gigs and stuff, small things like that can make a big difference. I think when the festivals do make the effort as well, it goes quite far. 
Like in the Netherlands, they have like a system where you're like not allowed to bring any bottles. Plastic bottles are banned from the site. They have taps everywhere, mm-hmm. and you have like an allocated cup for the whole day, and you return the cup at the end. Don't. And it's just like this get is money how back. you do it. Yeah, it's about finding solutions and putting a system in place that you know is like mm-hmm. idiot proof. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I need. I need an idiot proof. I need proof. an idiot proof. Like, <laughs> I, sometimes when I see, I'm like, I need an idiot proof guy. Someone just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying. Get- I'm trying my best at the moment. I'm leaving my house. I'm like, right. I've got my phone. I've got my keys. You know, I've got my wallet. Okay, I've got my fork. I've got my knife. I've got my, <laughs> my straw, and I've got you know my up. plastic bottle, and like you know. Yeah, that's. So I came good. prepared. <laughs> no, literally, From Armageddon. <laughs> you're like pulling out all these things on Sometimes the tube. Sometimes in prep, they're like, "Do you need a spoon?" And I'm like, "No, actually, I've just got this metal spoon that I put on my house. It's crazy. The apocalypse is nigh, no. but it's okay. I've got a bamboo straw. <laughs> <laughs> literally, that. It's like a forbidden kind of thing over the counter now you're like um can i have a can i have a straw (laughs) (laughs) you know like i usually find like i was in um i was at a gig and i was like i'm i have to have a i I got a can of beer Mm. and then after that i reused that can to drink water and there we go filling it because i was like i can't get caught being seen with no plastic cup not, not, not. Do you find that sometimes? Because mm. obviously we care so much about these things, but because of our platform and, you know, people know us and sometimes stop us on the street. And I'm like, holy shit, imagine if I was holding a plastic cup, they'd shut me down. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I literally had this thing the other week where I was like, everyone, like, let's do our bit. Let's reduce, like, all, all of this waste, blah, 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 plastic. No plastic, no plastic. Then I put a picture up with a plastic bottle in my hand. Someone's like, you literally two posts ago were saying no plastic. I was like, oh shit. I was like, all right, delete it, delete it. <laughs> I was like, sometimes I've, you know, I've, I've been caught with a takeaway cup to go, like with coffee, dun, and they're dun, like, dun. how dare you? And I'm like, to be fair, I forgot my reusable cup, mm-hmm. and my friend bought me the coffee. I'm not going to be that bitch that slaps it out of her hand and's like, "How dare you? How dare you? Like, my reputation's on the line. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you give me this?" <laughs> but that's the thing. That I feel like <laughs> is that what she sounds like? Yeah. Well, I don't know that, that particular speech. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> no, she's epic. I mean, what did you guys? What did you guys think of that? Do you think that we are putting a lot of pressure on younger generations, not just ourselves? Yeah, I mean, but I think it's like, I think it's warranted. Like, you know, since moving to the UK as well, like when I, voting's always been a thing, right? Trying to change, change, make change, implement change from the top. But like, obviously after the whole Brexit thing happened and then everyone was like, oh, the youth aren't voting. Then all of us were like, we have to vote? What? Like our future is, and obviously that's like a very obvious thing. People should be voting to make change. But at the same time, it's like, I think now people are starting to realize like the younger generations that they have a voice again, which is is an amazing mm. thing. And who knows what they're going to do with that voice. I, I feel like Greta's like You guys like might have inspired people to like, you know, get into music even. Go I, on. Mm, mm. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I'm but, joking. So what, what do you guys do outside of music that like contributes to your musicality and, and your voice? Because like, you know, in essence, like I think that like you guys live and breathe music and you do music and that's your job. But do you ever, do you ever take on anything outside of music to help rejuvenate your creativity and your perspective? I'm going to just be bold and just talk about the temp job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is like, 
the thing outside of music that I do, especially being an independent artist, you have to find ways to sustain yourself. Yeah. So with any like little temp job that I can pick up, I think it really serves my creativity because it's very easy to get into yourself in your bedroom, in your like deepest, deepest, darkest. And then you come back into the world with people who, who might say things when you're working with them. That's where I find a lot of inspiration. Doing the things that I thought I didn't want to do is where I will find the gold, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like, it's been a really interesting year. I have always worked in cafes growing up and it was like, I make a mean coffee. But this year I've been able to kind of just just do music. And I actually think it's been one of my most challenging years. I think I speak for, I don't know everybody personally in terms of like their mental health, but I can speak on my behalf and say that like, just like any career, it's challenging. Mm. Like it doesn't come without its challenges. Yes, it's an amazing thing to be able to get up and to, to make music and to tour and to but it's like it's a pressure because it's not for everyone it's not everybody's not everyone's gonna like your music and you know there's some days I wake up and I'm like I just don't know if I can do this Mm. and like we put on this brave face of like every day being like yeah music is sick it's so fun I'm having the best time (laughs) and it's like that Instagram social media thing it's like if anyone's listening and thinks that like I'm sitting here being like, life is so sick. Like, it's, it is. Well, it's I an remember sending thing. a photo to you, Lola, being like, I've been sat here in my in the bathtub. bathtub. I just think it's a tough time for everyone. Mm-hmm. We don't have the answers. Kids seem to have more answers than we do. Isn't I it? will give them credit. I think it, like what Molly was saying before, like our generation grew up with the, oh my God, the 90s, the 2000s, it's going to be sick. Oh my God, everyone's rich. It's going to be this. It's popping, it's popping. Then we got there everyone and it was like... Everyone needs to hustle, hustle, hustle yeah, and out then, for themselves. And then we're like, oh yeah, we can do the hustle thing, but... Mm, this whole like looking after ourselves thing hey that's new be authentic (laughs) be authentic the smoke and mirrors thing is like key lady gaga beyonce these are the people that never showed you the behind the scenes and now people are like yeah but what's behind all that like who are you cardi b Mm. who who are you on your worst day yeah people want to know that about about musicians these days and it's funny because it's like people they they can see straight through like any manufactured pop artist What about in rock and roll, Izzy? Is rock and roll dead? I feel like the whole centre point of rock and roll is to be authentic. So there's always that thing of like self-unveiling is like much more of a thing. Having said that, for rock and roll, I am considered to be probably somebody that's like over-characterised on the internet. People described me once as... Um, an Instagram band. An Instagram band. Like, what? Why do people do that? Is that, that? a thing? Oh, everyone needs no to put a label on it, innit? Yeah. yeah. I think people are obsessed with authenticity in music, but I think it's it's like it would be really hard to get to the points that we have got to in music without being authentic because mm. people sniff it. But also, like, I kind of crave a time where Prince could just be the thing on stage and the thing in there press. And there's mm-hmm. the two stages, press, on stage. But it's not going to be like that anymore. Well, we're it already isn't. like, here's what I had for breakfast. Oh, and they're like, we had, <laughs> we had a label meeting last week and it's like, right guys, uh, TikTok started, you better have a TikTok viral hit. Literally, <laughs> that is my conversation every day. They're like, so what do you think about TikTok? The main demographic is 11 to 14. I was like, I'm 28 years old. Yeah. I Seriously. will say though, luckily we have TikTok. a thing. Yeah, but your song would have probably done really well on TikTok. Yeah. I mean the Chinese version, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, 
we have the thing that can, no matter what the platform pops up, the the music and the songwriting and the talent is the thing that will transcend any platform. You yeah. know, like you either get trapped in a platform in other art forms and then that was your lot. And once that's gone, you're like, oh shit, I've got yeah. to build it again. But luckily there's things outside of our social media presence that it's funny. continue. Yeah, every you know? musician is like that. They're like, social media. Yeah, I know. We say it with such jazz hands. Yeah. You know what? Like the good thing is, is that social media really does allow us a platform to connect yeah. with our fans mm-hmm. and like obviously that that is very essential for artists but in the end we just want to make music that's the crazy thing is, is that we all we want to do is make music yeah. but if we can go onto instagram and and talk about things that matter like the environment and then, other things that you value like close to your heart exactly like other things that we think are beneficial to living a healthy and authentic life mental health all mm-hmm. of these kinds of things then yeah I mean if we've got the platform you may as well use it I guess yeah, yeah. exactly so but, what's your final like what's everyone's final message for for those listening what what sort of like last words of advice do you have for you know other other people listening who maybe want to like take on music and the frustrations of the world and how can people cope how do you what words of advice can you have I think if you're you know there's a lot of advice being passed down from the top for young musicians like you've got to look like this and you've got to do this and this is how you get here and it's just like actually be yourself shop vintage speak your truth speak your truth and the rest will just take you mm-hmm. because people connect with the real thing you know mm. good days bad days I think that just for me no matter your age you can say something you can be someone you can do and like you can do whatever you want to do we're, we're living in a time of crisis so now is the time more than more than ever i think vote young people vote people my age people older than me vote for policies things that you actually believe in because if it is a better environment then you know try and say something and do something and register and etc mm. um express yourself authentically and Yeezy, any last words of rock and roll? Yeah, I think talk to your mates, especially with mm-hmm. environmental shit. Like, make a point of talking deeply and unapologetically with your mates about it. Discussion is key. It's the thing that's helped me and taught me the most, I'll be mm. honest. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, I find reading really hard. Mm. I find, like, listening a bit easier, but talking to mates is the easiest mm. way for me to learn. In regards to music, I'd say um, just do it for yourself, I think, if yeah. you Yeah. Yeah. And where can everybody find you? Shout out your handles, please. Your social media handles. At Black Honey UK. <laughs> At Marley Core. That's At- K-O-A. That's M-A-L-I-K-O-A. <laughs> <laughs> um, At Lola Coca. Yes. And thank you so much, guys. You've been amazing. <laughs>